we are talking about our 20s today. Oh, what a ride. What and I feel a like, ride it's been. For context, I'm 24 years old. How old are you, Grace? I, I am 22 years old. Turning 23 yeah. this year. So anything I say... Don't hold against it. it. <laughs> don't listen to it. Because as much as this podcast and this episode is about, you know, what we've learned and what we feel about our 20s, I'm only 22. Meredith's yeah. only 24. I know. You don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I'm hoping after this we will know, if I'm being honest. That's my eyes will be open. I'll go, it. Yeah, I'll just be yeah. like, this is what the meaning of my 20s exactly. is. Exactly. Because there's a lot, there is a lot of pressure, I feel, on 20-year-olds to have it sorted out and to know what you want to do and to have your shit together. And mm. I'll be honest. Mm. That's not reality. That's not really. And this, this is the whole reason. And I feel like actually, this goes perfectly for us to talk about the name of our podcast as well because I think it just sums it up so well. Like me and Grace being in our twenties, not knowing what the fuck is going on. I mean, I've never known what's going on if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> but <laughs> ever since entering my twenties, I've definitely not known what's going on. And I think yeah. it's because like society and like your parents and stuff like that like they like there's a vision of what you think your 20s are going to look like and you're just like sick so like i'm gonna get this like i do you know what's sickening (laughs) let's hear it i thought i would be married by 26 <laughs> like fucking so me too. I when I was younger I mean I say younger as if this was when I was like 12 mm. when I was 18 I was like at university I'm gonna meet the man of my dream. oh we're gonna spend you know I was like university is gonna be that page for me I'm gonna find that man I'm gonna know what I want to do I'm gonna leave uni I'm gonna move in with him I'm gonna spend four years together we're gonna get engaged we're gonna get married at 26 yeah. by 28 I will have a child by 30. I will have two. And then the rest of my life will be a breeze. Where am I? I have never been in a relationship. I'm 24 years old and I've had more heartbreaks than I've had bowls of fucking cereal. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Like, <laughs> I, and that, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. And like comparison. And I think this is like the perfect kind of sedge way to talk about it because I am definitely one to compare myself, especially on social media. But so toxic, isn't it? Exactly. And like I I see all of my friends and, you know, all of my friends, apart from you, Grace, sorry to single you out now. That's all right, go for it. Are basically in a relationship or seeing someone. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, Meredith. <laughs> every, every, single, every single fucker I know is in a relationship. <laughs> you, Grace. <laughs> Thank you. Um, time. What I was going to say is like, yeah, so all of my friends and the people around me are in relationships. A lot of them as well. Like, obviously, all of you have graduated from uni. I'm only graduating this year. Everybody seems to have their life together. They've moved out. They're fucking thriving. And there's me like, okay, well, 16... I don't know if you had this, but like, mm-hmm. it was something I spoke about in therapy recently. Yeah. When I was 16, um, I had like this life script in my head. Okay. Right? A bit like what we were just talking about, where, you know, by a certain age, 
I was going to achieve a certain thing. But this was so like imprinted into my head. That okay, now is it that, kind of like a that's going to happen and nothing else? Yeah, like, exactly, is, okay, exactly. So now that I've reached some of those ages and I haven't achieved some of those things, I mean, a lot of them I have achieved, but the things that I haven't achieved, I'm now having to, what my therapist said was basically grieve this person that I thought was going to be. And you never, like, no one's ever spoken to me about that. Like, you never think that you kind of have to grieve. Yourself, yeah. yeah. I guess it's like you've, you've, especially if it's something you've done since you were younger, mm. you know, you're always, you're excited to meet that person. You know, obviously metaphorically, you're excited to be that person. And then when that doesn't always happen, that, I mean, I've never thought about it that way actually until you've just said that, but it does make sense of kind of, the person I thought I'd be or who I'd meet or what I'd do isn't actually what's going on. Yeah. How do I kind of navigate that? Because I feel like when you're younger, I, I I know we joked about it of like, by 26 I've been married and then it doesn't happen like that. You could write everything down and want things to happen, but it just doesn't. It doesn't yeah, happen. Like shit way. happens in life, man. Like... It does. And I think it's quite hard to come to terms with. Like I... I don't know, like for myself, I always saw myself as like finishing uni and then going like traveling straight away and then spending like two years traveling and then I'd come back and then I'd then I'd do all those things. Then I'd like find a, a fit Australian man to like come and oh, get me a Australian. green card to go to Australia. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was what was what would happen. And obviously I joke about it. But where I'm at the moment, don't get me wrong, I'm super, super happy with where I'm at. I am like really grateful and like really happy where I am. Five years ago, I didn't think I'd be in this position. No, absolutely not. Be where I am, and I think it's so important to kind of come back to like the comparison thing of just because my counterparts are the same age as me are doing completely different things, whether they've moved abroad, whether they're they've moved back home to save for a mortgage, whether they've got a mortgage and they've moved in, whether they're you know got a family on the way, because that's what they're doing doesn't mean that's what I should be doing. Yeah, and like everyone, absolutely. I always like there was this thing I saw years ago now. And it was like, everyone may have certain things on a timeline, but your timeline won't be the same as the person next to you. Yeah. And like, even yeah. between us, like, what I'll be doing in five years won't be the same as what you're doing. And it's yeah. not the same as the person next to you on the bus. It's mm-hmm. not the same at all. Yeah. And I think it's so important to like, I mean, p- from experience, I can get carried away so easily with like overthinking things of, fuck, I haven't done this by this age. I haven't done that by that. Or I've done that and I didn't want to do that just yet. And as like wet and cliche as it sounds you just kind of have to make peace with it because you think look life is relatively short in like grand scheme of things just go go on the ride you know ride that wave because you don't know what's going to happen around the corner like tomorrow something amazing could happen or we could get hit by a comet and that's it do you know what I mean I I agree (laughs) I agree because I think like as much as it's, you know, because I'm all for feeling our feelings and identifying mm. when we're feeling shit stuff, I do think it's just as important as you said to kind of like look at who you are now, presently, and be proud of who you are now. Because like, like as you were just speaking, I was just thinking like, yeah, actually, like, okay, I'm not in this like long-term committed relationship, but yeah. I'm in a way better relationship than I was when I was 16 with myself. Mm-hmm. I've got like so many things going on for me that like, again, the same with you. I'm like, I'm really happy with where I am now. Like I don't want to spend my life, which actually brings me on to um, 
this quote that I found. Oh, the quotes are coming out. The quotes are coming. In this book, um, which I did post on our Instagram, if you follow it, if you don't, go Get to know. Get to know if you don't It's it's trending all over TikTok. That's why I was just trying to person buy this book. Is it worth it? You reckon it's worth it? How much was that? So, I, I can't actually remember. I think it was like twelve ninety nine or something. That's decent. That's a chunky book as well. It's a chunky book. For reference, book. we should probably say what the book is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, it's called <laughs> 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weist. I think that's how you say her last name. What's that? Let's have a look. Weist. <laughs> Brianna. Uh, Weist. Brianna Weist. And... <laughs> I'm on page 82 and it's already changed my entire fucking life. Like, I swear down. And so basically, for context about this book, like each chapter is like a mini essay and it's just like, it just fucking smacks you in the face. And the quote that I wanted to read out today is she says, you owe nothing to your younger self. You are not responsible for being the person you once thought you'd be but you do owe something to the adult you are today. And I was like, bitch, thank you, Brianna. Thank you for that, Brianna. I really appreciate that because it's so so right. Because like going back to like owing yourself something today, I think Mm -hmm. the very least that you owe yourself today is being proud and happy and content with where you are now. Because fuck me, amount of times I've looked back at myself and I'm like why the hell was I so upset why why did I like yeah. hate that moment in my life like and you're right like life is so short like oh god like every time I grow up like, every <laughs> year is getting shorter I'm not lying it does like, I mean 2021 where the hell did that go I don't want to talk about that yet it's just <laughs> it's too soon too traumatic to talk about I think such a big thing is like relatively speaking Obviously, in hindsight, hindsight, I always say this, hindsight is a wonderful thing to look back and think why, you know, whether it be someone you were dating and it didn't end up well and you were like really upset at the time. But now you look back and think he was a fucking dick, like, yeah. or, or she was a dick or whatever. Yeah. You think, why was I so upset? Your yeah. emotions at the time are no less valid than your hindsight view on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how you felt at the time. I mean, I need to kind of articulate myself, but when I look back at things I was upset about, I'm I it's so easy to kind of run away with the fact of why the hell did I let that ha- let that happen or like react that way or feel mm. those feelings. But at the time, like I was what, 18, 19, yeah. I'm like, I was you still were doing learning. what you knew at that time. That was it. You know, when when you when I look at things when I was like 18 or 19, I'm like, okay, I was I was still a child. Mm-hmm. I was still learning. I didn't have half the life experiences I had now what I felt was valid and like yeah. just by me looking back at it doesn't make it any less valid yeah. I think it's an important thing because even now I like if I'm like reacting to something I can look at myself and be like why am I so upset or why am I so pissed off or why am I and mm. I'm like you know what let yourself be angry yeah let yourself feel your feelings exactly feel your feelings, feel your feelings so coming from a scene um, coming from what has seemed to be mental healthness in five Woo-hoo! months, can I just say, congrats. thank you very much. Um, it's so like, I've only recently learned 
how important it is to feel your feelings. And I think people think feeling your feelings means like feeling them all at once. But feeling your feelings is just identifying the feeling first of all. So just being like, yeah, I'm really pissed off that I'm not where I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Validating the fact that you feel that way. So don't get pissed off with the fact that you're upset. And then just letting it process. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not in the rush to feel our feelings feeling your feelings takes time and it takes practice as well I think people think it's so like quick and like an easy thing to do it's not yeah it is not I mean I I have personally struggled with like feeling my feelings this Mm -hmm. bit of a mouthful that and (laughs) beginning of the year I got this like journal thing and like each day you do like a morning intentions and it's like what do I want to achieve today? What am I going to be grateful for? Like, how am I feeling this morning? And then the evening you do like a daily reflection of, did I achieve what I wanted to? What was a good thing? Anything I want to reflect on? And I'm, and it's, it's mad because as much as I'm like a preacher of it, when it comes to my personal processing of emotions, like I can be a great like person to talk about because somehow I managed to pull out the bag of being quite logical but when it comes to me it's like those rules do not apply and I think everyone's the same it's like I can be the best therapist to my friends but when it comes to me I'm like oh my god what I don't know what you do with me what you do since I've been doing it I feel so in touch with my feelings and like I can't recommend it enough it's just that reflection of Mm -hmm. this is how my day was this is how I felt and it seems so simple but it does take practice and this is that brings me on actually like one thing I've definitely learned in my 20s mm-hmm. in regards to mental health is that pausing like simply just pausing does mm-hmm. so much I for those of you who do know me and for those of you who don't I'm quite an impulsive person right mm-hmm. and so if someone was for example if someone was to text me and say something that would usually trigger or upset me in the past I would act impulsively I would just say what I feel at that point in time but now again through my 20s and most definitely last year as well like I've learned just to pause and like it's such a stupid thing I I guarantee you people listening to this are gonna be like is she really telling me to fucking pause (laughs) yes I am like just taking that time just to put your phone down take a deep breath and go even if it's a good or bad message doesn't matter what it is or what's going on just taking that time to just sit there and be like okay how do I want to proceed with this yeah makes the world wonders because then you're not regretting what you put like you're actually going into it like clear-minded exactly and I think it's so easy especially with like really intense emotions whether it be good or bad emotions it's so it's it takes practice to kind of get control of it Mm -hmm. you know it's whether it be really really great news or really really bad news or pissed off news whatever it might be it's so easy to just take that and run Mm -hmm. but to actually step back and pause it does take practice it isn't easy but in the long run it will probably help you because you won't regret things you've said or you'll know that you've processed things in a way that you're in reflection happy to have processed but coming on to that I think a lot of that comes from like a maturity and life's experience yeah it's not something it's not something that by 22 or by 24 or by 30 you necessarily may have it's every person is individual like Mm -hmm. whether you've gone through stuff when you were younger that's made you kind of be able to reflect a little bit easier or whether it's you're just kind of working out on your own over time that doesn't make it any less valid or 
you know I say reasonable but as a very like loose term how you deal with things is how you deal with things and don't yeah. beat yourself up over it because and I think it's that's, a step in learning yeah and I think that's so important to say because like going on to how we kind of like act and mm-hmm. portray ourselves at different ages is a huge thing because when I was like 20 to 21 I was so naive like mm-hmm. I think and that's only been like a few years like yeah I look back at me then I was so naive I was definitely not the person I am now no. and it's true what they say in terms of like the person you were yesterday is not the person you are today and likewise the same with like being in the same person in a month blah 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 and that's something I've definitely I think has kind of given me some kind of comfort knowing that the person even like if you are sat listening to this podcast now being like yeah I'm not happy with the person I am now like we're always changing man we're always growing and just like Grace said like it's especially things just as complex as like feeling your feelings and processing things like that's massive steps like it's not as easy as people make it out to be especially right. as if you're like coming from you know like for example with me everybody comes from like different circumstances and different like family situations I come from a family that are very stiff up the lip you don't talk about your feelings sort of thing so to be the person who like that is a whole generation mm-hmm. of stuff you have to unlearn so I think one thing or one piece of advice I would give anyone in their 20s listening to this especially in your if you're in your young 20s is not to put pressure on yourself to like have like your shit together. Shit together. Yeah. That's, it's literally like the I was trying to think of a way to sound like all professional. And I know, like, same. I was, and I was like, it's it. not it's not a problem to be figuring it out. I'm like, yeah. if you don't have your shit together, that's okay. Yeah, like you're so okay. young. And like I always look at myself and I'm like, I mean, sometimes I'll get like really stressed out about work or I'll get stressed about god knows it could be the smallest of things and i'm like grace you're 22 fucking relax it's yeah. all right it's okay but also i think yeah i think that just came up so weird. Um, <laughs> i was like whoa okay, <laughs> okay let's go point it's got a point <laughs> i think that one thing i've also learned from my 20s and through therapy can i just say um i do have the privilege of being able to go to therapy I have learned that like no, everybody everybody seems to think that there's this destination that you're going to. Do you know what I mean? There's this destination in which you will get to, you will be happy, you'll have the relationship, you have this, you'll have this. And so people go through their lives. I mean, I blame it on fucking a lot of it's social media, to be honest. Yeah. I blame it on social media and the word is there, but it's not coming out. Societal expectations. Yeah, let's go with that. I blame it on Tory. It sounds alright, doesn't it? I <laughs> <laughs> nice. Boris Johnson's a prick. What he's a fucking banker. Oh god, sorry. Um, yeah, everybody seems to think that once you well, we're taught that once you reach this massive Magic destination, yeah, yeah, everything will be incredible. So everybody is literally fighting to meet this destination but I'm telling you now this destination does not fucking exist it's always the next stop it's always the next stop imagine you're on a train that destination will always be the stop after the stop you're at that's okay and you're wasting your life 
like I literally went to I so I've just finished therapy I started last year around April time it was for six months and I started it off like literally like pouring everything onto him the poor guy I was literally just like John listen to me like I don't have my shit together I need to have this I need to have this I'm 24 I don't have this I don't have this and by the end of therapy I he basically allowed me to see that all of this is bullshit capitalism that was the word I was fucking looking for I blame capitalism because we all think that we should have our shit together we should be working all the time we've all got the same 24 hours in the fucking day that's what bullshit it's bullshit man Life to me. God, I'm getting deep now. I'm halfway through this wine, and you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm on out, my... You'll listen to it in the morning. I'll be stirring. <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> literally. God, I hope you guys can hear this. But yeah, I look at life now, and I'm starting to learn that like there's not one major thing in my life that I'm going to work towards that's going to make me happy. The only person that can make me happy or the only thing that can make me happy is me. It's life. Do you know and what I mean? Fuck. And Grace. Yeah. But I think like just kind of to sum up our little, you know, that was beautiful. I'm not going to lie to you. Start on this all. Just because your friend, Sarah, fucking Sarah, has got her dream job, her dream house, her she's got a golden retriever that she's always wanted. Just because she has that doesn't mean that you're any less worthy of doing your own thing, you know, Mm -hmm. or like or like wanting that. Because I think there's always this there's always a flip side to things like this of obviously between us, like me and you, we can sit here and be like, it's all bullshit, it's all Mm. a load of crap, which I would argue, and I'm sure you would, and a lot of people would, it is. It is yeah. a load of crap. It, it really just is. doesn't exist. It's just a societal thing of, and like a generational thing as well, is you need X amount by this age. Yeah. But also on the flip side, you know, there are people who do want those goals. And I think it's, it, you need to be cautious to not kind of say, oh, well, that you're just limiting like ambition. It's nothing to do with that. It's just that pressure of things by certain ages that yeah. needs to taken with caution yeah because you think about it in a generational sense obviously our generation a lot of it is I mean I could name big things I think one of the big things within our generation is getting on the housing market to be honest God, yeah. I mean which is basically impossible unless you're like you know you're in a fortunate position because it is really really difficult or unless you've you know you've got certain savings or whatever it's hard because it's so expensive and a lot of people in our age gap or like age range that's really difficult to kind of get to at our age I'm not saying it's impossible but it is a struggle because I find it I don't see how I'm going to do it in the next five years yeah, I don't see. which on. is fine but then you think about if you look at our grandparents generation you know if they weren't married and had a child by 20 they were on the shelf yeah you know what I mean like also they bought houses for like 25 fucking p yeah well <laughs> close enough <laughs> but do you see what I mean like it's it just shows that the expectation changes yeah. so much. Yeah. Because, I mean, we could get into the whole topic of like the feminist movement that has meant that people ha- are having children at older ages or they're yes. putting careers first. That's a whole different conversation. But in our grandparents' generation, if you didn't have your first child by 20, that was it. You yeah. were like collecting dust on yeah. the shelf. Yeah. And it's like now, obviously, there are some people who'd absolutely love that, which is cool because that's their own, that's what mm. they want. That's what they want out of their 20s or not even 20s if younger if older whatever but for us now it's like all these other pressures I'm like 
for our kids, you know, if we have children, the pressures won't be the same. It'll be something different. Yeah. It'll be something completely different, which is kind of a comforting factor, I think, to go, just because this is what's happening now. It's the same as like beauty yeah. standards, but I'm not talking about that. I was about just that, say that. I know that will go off on some next we'll level off, tangent, but, but it's like beauty standard changes. Yeah, it's so always changing. It's always 20 years changing. Ago, it was the in fashion to have like you know, obviously this is very generalising, but like very straight hair and like super super slim and very very slight. And now everyone wants you know really curvy, curvaceous. Mm-hmm. Like that's in the space of twenty years, so yeah. everything, everything changes so dramatically. I think this would kind of like flow quite nice into like oh you, look at that transition. Oh, you see what I did there? That was, was actually I was like she's looking at me. She knows. I was like gone. Realize she's got something up her sleeve, but moving on, body image and body changes. Your body changes in your twenties, yeah. But you literally have a second fucking puberty, literally. And I was looking into it, and it was like you go through basically like a second puberty of like your hormones changing and like your body changes, mm. basically to the same. Like obviously it's not the same as when you go from being a child into a teenager that kind of puberty but it is different again in the sense of like the hormone hormonal changes and I'm like I, I didn't get to all that no, I didn't get to all that. I think it's I think this is kind of more relevant to like the late 20s early 30s so it's a little bit older than potentially us but still I for so long like I had quite bad like body image issues because I was like why do I not look like I did when I was 16 when I was 18 and like even then like for being like quite open and honest and everything like I'd look at myself then and I'd be like I was so slim but at the time I was like obsessed with my weight like unhealthily and at the time I didn't think it was an an issue as such it was just I wanted to lose weight but then I look at it I'm like oh my god and on reflection I can be like that's like so strange for me personally i'm not saying everyone would necessarily feel that way but i'm like probably the most body confident i've ever been now and it just comes from yes, like cool. it just comes from that acceptance of my body changes i'm an adult i have commit like i have a life now i enjoy myself i go out with my friends i do xyz and i know obviously body image and like body positivity is such a massive movement but there are those issues still with a lot of people you know of all ages on kind of their body image and their standards and expectations and things and I think it's important to just kind of know that your 20s you know for me I'm like I want to go out and have fun I don't want to have to worry about the things I used to worry about I think that's like a massive thing to also learn for your 20s as well oh this is a good transition, actually. Oh, we're getting good at this. We're getting good yeah, at this. It's almost like we should be professionals, like PLT. Get sack Molly Mayo. Get me on it. <laughs> get sponsoring. Fuck you. Um, three or twenty. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, and this is an ad break provided by a producer yeah. thing. <laughs> so <Submit> code. Um, yeah, like. Through your twenties, you lose a load of friends. Oh, this is oh. this is like I've been so looking forward to talking about this. Go on, go off, babe. I've been so looking forward to this. The the starting sentence I've got for you. Go on, give making, it to me. Making new friends. 
mm. in your 20s god so difficult it's, it's so difficult and me and meredith actually met in a very unconventional way so bumble is a dating app predominantly but they have a friends section for those who aren't familiar there's like a friend section where i think you can only like see other women right yeah, i think you I can't think i think you can't i've seen see some men on there though i have but well, i think that's because they put women as their gender <laughs> like, i can't i do think that's what it is but it's like a dating app for friends so you can mm-hmm. like you have the same sort of profile you put your photos up you put a little bio kind of your hobbies the same as you would for a dating app mm-hmm. but it's just to make friends and we matched on that a long time ago now a few days, years days, i reckon yeah but we never we like we spoke for a little bit and then it kind of like faded off as like it is hard to make friends on there it's just not a very good setup i don't think but then so i don't know how we've become to where we are i think one of us oh i think it's my private Instagram. story it's my private it's story was it your private story you just chatting shit and you just being like hey, yeah preach queen <laughs> i was like i feel you sis <laughs> literally and then so it was all through social media and then we actually so bear in mind this we would have matched about i reckon two and a half years ago now god really yeah it was before the pandemic it was way before the pandemic i think because i was still in uni i was still in uni yeah um so i reckon it's been been about two years two and a half years but we've only only met we only met halloween just gone i know in october we only met two months ago three two and a half months ago and look at us now. You have to listen to our Best voices once a week. Days. Literally. Like, like, it's so difficult to make. And you know what? I don't understand why it's so difficult to make friends in your 20s because so many people talk about how difficult it is to make friends in your 20s. So yeah. you kind of just assume that we'd all be like, okay, well, let's just make friends. But let's I think, friends. like, there's so many factors that you have to take into consideration, like jobs and all of that shit and also like no offense but some people are really boring on bumble bff i'm sure people find me boring like sometimes you just don't click with them you went different i'm not gonna lie i go through bumble bf and if they've got a boyfriend i'm fucking swiping left get out (laughs) of my life i don't need to see a happy person one more time (laughs) oh my god but like i think i think kind of like breaking it down with the whole like friendship thing if we take the the path that we've kind of taken or like although they're slightly similar they are they are different so like obviously we both went to university yeah. at uni you get sold you're gonna go to uni you're gonna obviously i know it's different for you but like you're gonna move into halls you're gonna make loads of new friends they're gonna be your best friends for life and don't get me wrong like there are some people who i'm still in super close contact with who i absolutely adore but there are people who i met in like first year who i thought me and you're gonna be besties for life yeah same me and you are gonna be best for life where are they now I follow them on Instagram and that is literally it Mm. and I'm like you know obviously friends I think the important thing to know is like friends come in and out of your life you know not everyone is there on a permanent basis but you still can enjoy your time with but life life is difficult sometimes and you know whether it be sorry I thought you were going to be like H you know when he's like life is tricky Laugh is tricky. Tricky, tricky. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. No, I mean, I shouldn't. Bruh, that's a proper mad question, that. But from my personal kind of experience, 
obviously I moved away from where I lived at home before university and of a friendship group of like 20 people or something that I was with I'm in contact with maybe two Mm. or three at a push and I still have like some of my best friends from home like they're still very very I'm in contact with them I love them so much Rachel if you're listening Hi, she knows, he knows it's her um, but obviously there are <laughs> there are a group of people who I'm still in contact with but I obviously moved away I've been in Oxford now for four and a half years which is mad to say I've met so many people through uni on my course living in halls societies who some of them I was like you know what well, me and you're going to be together forever and things change you know priorities change or situation changes and it's difficult and then to then come out of university like for for like for myself come out of uni and I'm like okay of the people I've met over the past four years three years or whatever it may be I'm only still in contact with this selection of five or six people yeah then you add in a fucking pandemic to the situation where you cannot see people it's difficult I mean on a personal experience over the pandemic I basically become a social recluse. I spoke to a very few handful of people because I didn't have the energy. I was like, I need to focus on me. Mm-hmm. And I ended up through no like intention, accident, kind of like accidentally losing touch with people who I've kind of touched base with now. But it's not the same because things happen, things change. People, yeah. been, We both have work schedules. They've got commitments. They've got societies. They've got God knows what. So to keep that is difficult. And there are some who I still am in super close contact with, or even those who I'm not. And it's like a very much, you know, when it works, we talk. When we don't, we understand we've got our own shit going on. Mm. But then to make new friends, it's like this other world of, God, the fuck do I do that? It's like the social skills. It's scary. It's scary because how the how? Like, I, I think especially with Bumble BFF, like, I don't know how to I don't know how to talk to people is what I'm saying to you like I am definitely one of those people like once you know me and or at least when I'm not in an awkward situation when I'm having to walk up to you and be like hi I'm I'm fucking sick like I am gonna blow my own trumpet I'm a fucking cool person like what would you oh stop it you're like no one more time time. message me message me but like do you know and I think the same with you though like I think we're both very similar in terms of like once you get to know us we're fucking cool like we are sick oh, yeah. people do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but that initial looking it doesn't always come across them, yeah I look boring I look boring I'm not gonna lie so I prefer to make friendships where like it's more natural and as much as like I'm awful bumble bff because obviously I met grace on it and I've met quite a few other people that you know I love and stuff but like I do definitely prefer to just like meet them at work or like meet them on a night out and stuff but this isn't always doable and I think like it's important to talk about as well because I think um one time I spoke about on my um private story in thinking that like I didn't have that many friends and I felt like really lonely and stuff like that and so many people messaged me being like oh my god I feel the exact same way blah 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 so I think one thing to take away from this podcast if anything is that social media is bullshit like if you're looking at other people thinking god they have their life together they've got this they've got this they've got loads of besties more than likely it's bullshit and if they do they're fucking psychopaths or they're just not me 
Yeah, exactly. If you're looking at my Instagram, actually, thinking, God, she has her shit together, I don't. I'm telling you that for free. I do not. <laughs> I think it's it's so easy to like run away with it, isn't it? And think, mm. so-and-so is out four times a week and is oh, doing yeah, X, Y, Z. They're living the best life. But I can tell you, like, behind closed doors, they're going through the same or similar shit yeah. or different shit to what I'm going through, what you're going through, what Meredith's going through, what your, your neighbour's going through. It's all... Your nan is what I'm your, What your nan's going through. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has their own thing. And obviously, we can talk about this, but for, for ease of conversation, social media is one percent of someone's life mm-hmm. you know and it's very rare that someone will be posting the like behind the scenes we'll call it of like the day-to-day of oh shit like this has just happened at work which has made me feel really rubbish or this has happened yeah. in my family or this is i've had a falling out with my best friend mm-hmm. you don't see that you just see the what they want to show you yeah see what they want to show you and i'm not saying that's bullshit at all but it's you have to kind of step back and go I know that that's not the full picture. Exactly. You kind of got to have to be realistic with yourself because there's people like me who literally document my entire life on private story. Like you will know know YouTube channel. One time going off a bit of a tangent here, but this is how open I am. One time I literally went onto my private story. (laughs) I shouldn't be saying it because I was, do you ever sorry do you ever just think god am i just being too open here nah that's why people love me (laughs) i love how you had a conversation with yourself there i I didn't say a word i was just like i don't know what to say right now and i was like i'll let me if i keep quiet long enough meredith will answer (laughs) one time i went on to my private story and i was literally talking about how i was worried that my asshole was bleeding after i took a (laughs) shit So you're going to have some people like myself who are quite open and honest about like the like boring or like you said like things that not many people talk about on the social day media. To day. The day to day things. But then like and you also have to think, and again, this is a whole different episode that I would love to do with you by the way, Rose. Mm-hmm. When we talk about like influencers, influencers are literally paid to give off this perfect fucking lifestyle like that is their job that's that's how they earn their dollar that's what i'm saying that is their job so you know if you're seeing all these influencers have like this perfect life like just know they're getting paid to do that so obviously they're not going in to post their asshole bleeding or the fact that they've just gone through a messy breakup or someone's just died in the family they're not going to talk about that stuff because it doesn't fit their like it's like, it doesn't fit the doesn't fit the rhetoric, does it? Exactly. To exactly. The masses or whatever. I think through your twenties, going back to the friendship thing as well. For me personally, like I will only allow myself now to kind of gravitate towards people who are on the same level me as me in terms of like, you know, I'm really into self growth. I'm really into like holding myself accountable for the shit that I do I'm into like self-love self-care blah 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 so anybody that doesn't like meet that expectations even in a romantic sense as well I'm just like nah man like why would I want that in my life yeah I guess to kind of like wrap this up mm-hmm. I think my main thing right we'll each say something to like leave this podcast on so you've got uh-huh. No pressure. Oh, no pressure. This is the last words they're listening to. All right. Oh, no Mine pressure. is get dick. <laughs> <laughs>
Fuck bitches, get, get money. <laughs> Fuck the Tories. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> that works. It works. I like no, that. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. Um, um, I, th- I think a big thing. I keep saying a big thing. The amount of times I've said this in this. Like last week, you tried to bleep out the swear words. This week, I beg, can God. you blur out the big thing? Because I'm going to. I'm gonna cringe listening to this and despise it. But one of the key points, there we go. That's a little bit different. I like that. <laughs> one of the key, there. one of the key takeaway points of this yeah. is just because person A is doing whatever they're doing, and person B is doing whatever they're doing, and person C is doing whatever they're doing, doesn't mean that you should be doing any of that. Yeah, you're on your own path. Yeah, you're navigating things yourself and with like Stay your in your and family. Lane. You know what? Timelines. Everyone's on their own timeline. You do you be. That's all I'm going to say. You, you do wow. you because incredible stuff. Need I say more? Need Round of applause. Great. Thank you. Incredible. You can edit in some handcuffs. <laughs> them handcuffs there. <laughs> Woo! I, will. I would end this off by saying. Like, and you, you know what I like to think of? I think I like to think of younger me. Mm-hmm. And younger me sat on my bed right now. She's looking at me like, Jesus Christ, what you turned into me. And I'm going to turn to her. I'm going to say to her, I don't know, you know what? Live your life, yeah? Live mm-hmm. your life. You know what? Let's finish on the best saying ever. If you don't have this on your wall, I don't, by the way. Okay. Do you you don't have this. What is that? I'm scared. <laughs> if you don't have this on your wall, unsubscribe are you gonna say live laugh love live laugh love <laughs> no. oh my god i was i'm talking to this guy at the moment another one from last week but well, a different one from last yeah. week even love that for me. um and i literally said live laugh love to him earlier in response to a question i said it to la- the last guy i was dating like <laughs> i just kept saying it to him he was just like i have a feeling you've probably got this like imprinted on your wallet and I'm like I promise you for some reason ever since talking to you live laugh love is become my vocabulary <laughs> don't know if that's a good thing or not but yeah I mean I said love. to him I was like I was oh, I don't even remember what he asked me but I, I in response I said live laugh love and he was like wow you've got the mum sayings down I was like right um, excuse me Ben how can I live laugh love in these conditions if you're being <laughs> fucking rude <laughs> to be honest I was like you know what I'll take it it's a Tuesday <laughs> evening I made dinner. I had a glass yeah. of wine with it. I'm fucking living my life, babe. I'm living my life. Living, and you're living, not loving, loving and loving. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. anyways. God. Until next week. Hope you've enjoyed. I hope we'll you guys it. enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and hope you've learned a little into... Right. Try again. <laughs> Hang on. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and I hope you have learned a little... (laughs) Next, we'll try again. We'll try again. Right. I feel like we should keep this in at this point. (laughs) We should... Oh my God, we should have bloopers. We should have bloopers (laughs) at some time. One time we'll just do an episode of literally just bloopers. Anyway. (laughs) It'll be quite funny. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and hope you have learned a little... (laughs) Glitch, you glitch. <laughs> Do you want to switch? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to switch what I was saying? 
Yes, please. Oh, okay. my God. Why Georgie, am I I'm um, Okay. Ready? Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and hope you have learned a little into the insight of our shit show, which is mine and Meredith's 20s. Make sure you follow... <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, Meredith. <laughs> We're so close. I'm so sorry. God, that's not professional. Okay. Do you want to try it the original way? Do you want to do it the split way? The different way? Oh, Do you want to do G or M? I will do G. I will do okay. G. That's fine. Ready? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I think so. Fucking Thank you. So. Oh. <laughs> nice. Thanks. <laughs> this has to be our outro for this one. Thank you. This is so painful. It'll be like 40 minutes of just this. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm on it 40 minutes and this will be it. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and I hope you have learned a little into the insight that is our shit show of, oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck. No. <laughs> this has to be. <laughs> but this week, I'm just going to keep it as this. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right, then... let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and I hope you've learned a little into the insight of our shit show, which is mine and Meredith's twenties. Make sure you follow our Spotify or Apple music account to keep up to date with all the podcasts we post. And next week we shall be joined by George to talk about the ins and outs of dating from a man's perspective. Get your notepads out girls. It's time for teaching. And as always, any feedback, suggestions for topics, or if you want to join us for a show, reach out to us on Insta. Till next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>